ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the most famous words in motorsports with your host, Lugs and the Gas Man. Ladies and gentlemen, start your podcast. Welcome back to the post episode of the Daytona 500. Dun, 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 dun. It's wrecking your racing. This is your host, the Gas Man, with my co host, Lugs. <laughs> <laughs> Why so quiet? I just, I don't know what to say. <laughs> so it's only like our 40, like fourth, 43rd. 43rd. Well, 43rd official episode. Uh, but technically, we did have two bonus episodes. So, yeah. 45. Yeah, something like that, 45. Uh, so, anyway, we had the Daytona 500 this past week, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah. So, uh, fans, thank you for tuning in to Wrecking and Racing, your NASCAR podcast. With your favorite co-host, Lugs. <laughs> in the driver's seat? Passenger seat? I don't know. I don't know either. So anyway, folks, thanks for listening as always. Thank you for telling everybody. If you haven't, please, 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 please do that. And always reach out to us, wreckingracing at gmail.com. Say, hey, what's up? Give us your picks. We are doing two picks per week. So send us your picks. We'll keep track of points. You did miss the 500, but I'm sure that you can... Still be in the game if you get this pick starting yeah. in Atlanta. Yeah, especially if you get a couple really one-two finishes. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm just glad that you're coherent this time. Last time we chatted on the podcast, you were, you know, feeling pretty good. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> now you deny it. Yeah. We had a couple of uh, people message saying that they really liked that side uh, of the gas a man. A couple or one? All right, I was exaggerating <laughs> okay, one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and what did that person say? Uh, just that they were they enjoyed that that particular uh, bonus episode. The uh, the ten beer in yeah. gas man. Yep, exactly. <laughs> ten, maybe an so understatement. Maybe, maybe, maybe like drink twelve. Ten more, twelve more before you start the podcasts. Yeah, so it'll actually be entertaining, right? <laughs> maybe. <Yeah. laughs> okay. Uh, so let's go ahead and crack open our bushes for the week. <laughs> okay <laughs> that was the most ridiculous opening i've ever heard in my life that cane was a dud so yes it was <laughs> it's not like someone tooted like was it like a, it was like a schoolgirl girl like a, uh, i got, wasn't like I an got actual... giggles today yeah what else is new so what you think man now i know we already kind of talked about uh Stages one and two, but what you what you think now that the race is over? I I, I enjoyed it. You know, uh, I did read kind of after the fact, not really like in the moment. I can't remember. We brought. I honestly don't remember our last recording for the most part. But Jim France mm-hmm. did call out the teams and ask them to make it two wide racing. Right. You know, join Denny and Chase on the bottom. Yep. Uh, so I, 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 I applaud him for doing that, and I applaud the racers for making it a spectacle. It definitely was the best race of the three, definitely. Oh, well, yeah, and, and my worries is it was going to be the worst of the three, yeah, yeah. you know? So I, 100% kudos. I loved it. It was entertaining. It just lasted a little long, yeah. but it was really freaking entertaining. Yeah, and, it, you know, it was. It was a great racing product. If anything tarnished it, if anything, and I'm not saying that this did, but if it, did, if anything tarnished it, it was 
the last 90 minutes because of oh, the two red flags and, and all then, the crashes and everybody getting yeah, taken out, which yeah. I get it's part of this racing deal, this package, but man, I... I yeah, really, and like, I was okay with the wrecks. I was I was not okay with is how long it would take just to do a cleanup. They yeah. might as well just cool the whole damn track with stage dry, went and just let them go. And <laughs> went through and vacuumed it up and just let it go from there. Yeah. It's like they're opening individual like bags, and you know just put like one bag at a time down yeah. the track. It just it just seemed a little ridiculous on how long it took. They certainly weren't any in any hurry. It didn't seem. No. I guess they want to make sure it's all perfect and ready to go for the next round. I saw somebody say like they were trying to stretch it more into prime time, hoping for better ratings. Man, I don't know. That's I kind don't. of a stretch. Let's, let's let's talk about ratings. So ratings were up. You know, I think last year was a five point four, and this year's mm-hmm. a five point eight, if mm-hmm. I remember right. Yeah, they did see a slight increase. Yeah. Uh, so it wasn't a huge increase, but it was an increase, and by far the biggest sporting event of the weekend. Which is our Super Bowl, so it should be, right? Mm-hmm. Or or is the Super Bowl their Daytona 500? <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's... Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. So, <clears throat> my point is is that it, without a doubt, should be the biggest week we have every year. But, question for you, Lugs. Last year, the Daytona 500 scored a 5.4. Mm-hmm. It was up against the Olympics. Yeah. Was this year that much better or was what if we were going against olympics this year it would be less than what it was last year you see what i'm going at here with that so did the olympics really impact last year's total and if so did this year's increase offset that much Hmm. i don't i don't know i don't have an answer for that yeah i don't that's a hard one speculation i don't really watch much of the olympics do you Oh, yeah. Do you? Oh, yeah. I love the Olympics. Now, between Olympics and the 500, it's going to be the 500. But your casual observer, no. They can very well be a very much Olympic person over a you know, a 500 person. So, mm-hmm. just, something, just something to ponder. Not to squash and kind of optimism, but definitely just want to poke the bear a little bit there yeah. and see, see what your thoughts were on that. Uh, so, you know... Let's, let's go over a couple things throughout the race. One thing that uh, – well, I, we'll just start off. Congratulations, Diddy Hamlin, for winning the race. Boo. I mean, yeah, congratulations. I mean, I, 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 I mean, he wasn't my pick. You know, I was no John Dean Elliott. Uh, one of our fans actually picked him to win the race. Um, he did. Yeah, so good for him. He's probably – I haven't looked at our points yet. He's probably in the lead in our fantasy league. He's not. He's not. Okay, so we'll that go – That is yours truly. Oh, thank Lugs. you. Oh, whatever. I am. So we'll 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 go over that here in a little bit, um, but anyway, kind of recapping a few things that happened throughout the race that really kind of either surprised me, surprised you, whatever. The first thing is Cody Ware coming in into the pits. Yeah, and he wiped out everybody coming into the pits. That was pretty crazy. Rick. We're, t- we're talking about Daytona. And why I chose off-the-wall picks for this Daytona is because, I mean, you don't know what's going to happen, right? Right. And with five laps to go, I was looking like a genius. <laughs> no, we both were – actually, I think both of our picks were, yeah. like, right there in the top five. Yeah. Or right outside of the top five. But regardless, you don't know what's going to happen. Exactly. It's, every year, some crazy – you know, whether it's a jet dryer getting hit and blowed up, <laughs> you know, whatever, you yep. know, you have – Cody Ware coming in and literally spins out and takes six cars with him. 
Yeah, which I saw today. The reasoning, his reasoning for that, did you see it by chance? No, I did not. Basically, he was told by his spotter and everybody that the people in front of him were not pitting and that he he and those other cars, his teammate, BJ McLeod, they were directed to stay in the low line. So whenever they checked up to start pitting, that's when he made the evasive maneuvers and then lost uh, control. So he was actually given intel by his spotter saying that the cars in front of him were not pitting and they well, instructed him to stay on the inside line, which I'm not sure why that is. But, yeah, I mean, very unique situation. But Yeah, I mean, and here's one thing I couldn't believe is that I know those cars were coming in the pits, and he was out and obviously going a lot faster on the track. But when he spun, he literally like caught up with all these cars, <laughs> gaining speed, and like jumped up on top of Johnson's car or whatnot. Yeah, it's just like it was just crazy how all these cars are just coming down the pit road speed, and then all of a sudden, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, you know, and get annihilated. <laughs> yeah. So Johnson still, I think, had a top ten finish with a tore up car, and we'll get to about. We'll get to in a few minutes about tore up cars finishing pretty good because of well attrition I guess yeah exactly. Uh, so, what was one of the craziest takeaways or something you want to point out? Well, I don't know that this is a, a takeaway, but I want to ask you. Okay. Did Did Denny Hamlin earn this win? Oh man! So I have a note on my notes here to talk about conspiracy for this race. So we'll go ahead and get and, into that now, I guess. And so, you can call me a hater and say that I don't I, like Hamlin. And I, I really don't care for Hamlin. I don't hate the guy. I've never rooted for him. But I really feel like he was just kind of handed this this win. Yes and no. Okay, so here's my, here's my thoughts on it. Is that, do I feel like the win was... This is personal. This is just me talking right. personally. Not as an analyst or anything else. Just me personally. Not as I an feel. analyst, right. Yep. So, so I feel like it was handed to him. I feel like Kyle Busch gave him the win. Mm-hmm. So now on the flip side, from the analytical standpoint, he put himself in position. He did. No what he one, needed to no do. one yeah. gave him that position. Right. I just don't think they pushed it at the end like they could have. Right. So, and on top of that, you have Michael McDowell, which brings in yet another facet here forward so okay before we okay let's slow it down take a deep breath gas man okay was there a conspiracy within the joe gibbs group to give the 11 car the win i don't think so no i don't think it was talked about i don't think it was discussed i personally don't think they had an agenda but subconsciously getting a little deep here subconsciously I think Kyle Busch was kind of in the mindset, do it for J.D. And, and, and not push it hard. What was the significance with J.D. in the 11? He used uh, to race he's that? One that? Yeah, he's the one that uh, found Denny Hamlin and oh, okay. brought him in, etc. So 11 was kind of his number. Like the 11 lap, they were doing the silent thing for the you know, 11th lap, stuff like that. So yeah. uh, 11 was the significant number for him. So anyway, it was like his car. So... Uh, Man, you know, the sport's so full of that stuff, though. Man, it's always been like that. Whenever, like, the Hendrick Motorsports plane crashed in Martinsville, yeah, Johnson sure. went or, on to win it. Or the next Daytona after Dale Sr. died. Exactly. Junior won. Exactly. So, I mean, there was, there's always, always been that, I don't know if I call it stigma or that allure that, that there's always NASCAR's doing something underneath the table to give but something. How, but how, I don't, yeah. 
I don't see how NASCAR could. How could you orchestrate that. it? Right. Yeah. Right. The, the competition is too close to right. be able to. But it always seems to work out. Yeah, it's crazy. Maybe it's just fate. Maybe just God loves NASCAR that much. I just feel like there was a couple of restarts there, and you know, we had two or three at the end that I don't feel like Kyle was aggressive. Kyle. Like no. Kyle it, yeah. Which it, we, we know, all know. We know how Kyle is on restarts yes. exactly, and I yeah. don't. I didn't see that Kyle Bush. Yeah, I, I'm not going to disagree with you. I so, actually kind of do agree with you. And, hey, we've been agreeing a lot here. I know what's going on. So I, I, you know, that's what prompted me to ask that question. I actually hadn't. You know, I don't get on Twitter as much as you do, but I, I haven't really seen that on Twitter as a topic, like people asking if he earned it. But I would, that's I've only a, seen one post about it, but definitely, I'm not going to lie, first thing came to my mind was that. Uh, yeah, awesome. so, so the conspiracy kind of is more on my part than anybody that's else's. That's a gas man conspiracy. So the second aspect of that. Yes, was the manufacturing alliance, yes. I guess you would say. So there was a situation where we all seen Logano jump down during the the duels and mm-hmm. take that win right from like fourth place. Right. So in this situation, I think he's running like third, mm-hmm. and Michael McDowell's behind him, and they kind of Joey jumped up high to get that run, and Michael act like he's going to, then came back down behind Kyle. Yes. And there's a lot of I mean, there's been a lot of negativity with McDowell in regards to that, and McDowell's. Basically, his response is, hey, I don't get pushed to pay Joey Logano to win. Right. I get paid for the best result. Right. So his argument is that he felt like he had the best chance to win following Kyle Busch. Right. What's your thoughts on I, that? I Well, you know, I agree. At that point, it's every man for himself. Yeah, know? okay, yeah. Okay, I agree. Every man for himself in that position. Now, let's take it a little further. Manufacturing Alliance. Are you obligated to help another Ford because you drive? No, you're not obligated to help your teammate. Do they want you to? Yeah. But are you obligated to? No. How many times have we seen when Gordon and Junior were on the same team at DEI at Talladega or Daytona, they couldn't get away from each other quick enough when they were trying to make passes for the lead. They would abandon each other, you know, like it was nothing. So I I agree with you. There is no rule. There is no obligation so why are people throwing a fit at McDowell and pushing because he's a Ford? I don't but, know. But, I, mean, Bob, I feel bad for the guy, though, because he brought up the fact, like, you know, no one wanted to go with him because he wasn't an elite team. Yeah. So, he, yeah, he felt a little scorned. He's like, well, they weren't going with me earlier in the race. Why am exactly. I going to go with him now? Right. You know, they're not my buddies so I, then. Why am I? I feel for the guy. I don't think he needs to support the Manufacturers Alliance or, or do anything to benefit anybody else other than himself. Yeah. So if he felt that Kyle Bush, now I'm not gonna lie, I think he actually probably would have done better if he stayed with Joey. It's possibly. He also brought up the fact that Joey's like rear oh yeah, yeah was yeah, all busted, and it was. Yeah, it you was. could see it was hanging it out was, like yeah. a parachute. So he, I think yeah. is the terminology he used. I think all those cars had some sort of parachute on, yeah. it, except for maybe Denny Hamlin. Him and Kyle, I think, had the cleanest cars. Yeah. But um, you know, we'll never know. We were not in his shoes. But I, again, no, I don't. He has no alliance to anybody out there at that point with two, three, one lap to go. No. And, you know, so we're talking about the race and all the – we just mentioned that the, probably the two cleanest cars were first and second place finishers, Kyle and and Denny. And, and uh, let's go ahead and bring up Eric Jones finishing, come out of nowhere finishing third, yeah. basically, and giving the Gibbs a one, two, three on this race, which kind of feeds into the conspiracy a little bit, but enough said. Uh, the other cars – McDowell's was pretty good. 
but other than those, it was literally, a, I mean, all the car, like, where did Larson finish? Seventh? Seventh or ninth? I, I saw I both. seventh. Yeah. Seventh. And his car was like a turd. Yeah, he crashed like three times. John's, yeah. And even Keselowski, I mean, how many times do we see him crash? Yeah. He came back and finished 12th. Yeah, and Johnson, I think, was ninth. Yeah. It was with, yeah, ridiculous. So, so all these crashed cars were finishing in the top 10. And here is another crazy thing. Ryan Newman finished the last 10 laps of the race on an interliner. I know. I saw that. <laughs> on an interliner. Well, when we were sitting at the bar, I don't know if you were next to me when I said it, but I was talking to somebody else. And I was like, oh, dude, look at that. I was like, Newman is still out on the track, busted. He was like dragging, scraping, sparks were flying. <laughs> And then a couple of days later, they released the photo of that yeah. tire. And I'm just like, what the hell? Yeah. Where did he end up finishing? I honestly don't even know. That's, I don't know. That's, I'm surprised they didn't get black flagged for that. Well, he must have been meeting minimum speed, right? I don't see how you could have. I, I mean, he had It wasn't to be. just like he had a flat tire. The rest of his car was pretty banged up. So here, I'm looking right now. It looks like he... It was anyway. It was very interesting seeing all those cars do what they did, and I, it was a fun race. I really, really, really enjoyed it. It was, yeah, absolutely. What about when Jones missed that last wreck, dude? That was pretty crazy. Oh man, yeah. Uh, so if you ha if you don't know what Lugs is talking about, uh, I, Lugs did share a video. I was on Facebook, correct? Mm -hmm. uh, of the in car view of or from the car view of Eric Jones, and that was insane straight it was better than days of thunder yeah, when cole's insane. missing all the crashes i mean that was pretty intense so definitely recommend you go and check out our facebook page wrecking your racing on facebook i Looks... think it's just wrecking your racing podcast i don't know the actual <laughs> handle of our thing but... uh, newman came on 14th okay so it, but bottom line is it was a phenomenal finish Great race. A lot of hard effort put into They made it a show for the fans. That's what we needed. I'm hoping that carries over to Atlanta. I think it will. I think it will, as long as the rain stays away. You want to drive to Atlanta this weekend? Not really. Okay. Was that like eight hours? <laughs> yeah, it's eight hours for us. Especially with the threat of rain as it is. Yep, so I was going to bring that up next. <laughs> is that, is that, so we have Atlanta coming up. Um, and as of right now, it's going to rain Friday saturday and sunday morning earlier today it showed sunday afternoon but it's been updated to show sunday morning yeah, i did see, i did see um that it's becoming more favorable so hopefully yes. we'll see yes was see. atlanta rained out last year it was because uh didn't harvick come back and when then when on monday and it that's when yeah. his uh back window or whatever brace and all well, that, that was that was vegas that but was vegas okay but okay. i do think you're correct about the the postponement of the race to monday okay uh more news you know for atlanta is that so what was your thoughts on the Corey lajoy car daytona with his face and his <laughs> his hair gotta give him props for the marketing man yeah so anyway i think that car's coming back for atlanta uh, so yeah i heard old spice resigned yeah just looking at this um weather forecast so now they're saying 40 percent of scattered showers saturday zero percent for sunday Wow, yeah, that's a that's a big. So it's update, it's then. increasing, getting better and better, every time I look at it. So hopefully it stays that way. I I can't wait until we have a day with no rain here. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, <laughs> this is one of the worst I've ever seen. Just a everybody's yard just looks like little ponds. Little pond, mud, mud and water ponds. Yep. Yeah, I uh, also McDonald's. 
is coming in and sponsoring, uh, actually moving, I guess you would call it a moving of a sponsor from, from, from uh, was it McMurray, one Kurt car. Bush, mm-hmm. the one car to, uh, to the 42. Right. Have you, have you seen the paint scheme? Yes, I have. It is actually worse than the William Byron Hurts paint scheme. <laughs> it is a fugly mother fuggler. <laughs> It's it's it, rough, man. So it's red. I, it looks like a fry just tossed all over it. Well, it would be one thing if it was covered in fries, but it's not. It's yeah, just it, golden arches. It's the gold arches, but just the way it looks, it, it looks is, like it, it looks like a three-year-old designed it. Like they couldn't come up with anything better than that. Maybe maybe Ronald McDonald designed it himself. Like legitimately, who yeah. greenlights these? So things? the black paint scheme with the red accents that they have for mcdonald's that is a sharp look last year yes yeah as well as the purple one that they did like for halloween yes yeah so they mcdonald's has i mean bill Elias mcdonald's was some of the best paint schemes ever so they have potential to come out with fantastic paint schemes and they completely diarrhea this one yeah i like i said i don't know who green lights them but man they need to find another job <laughs> it's horrible horrible Any other, like, insights or Daytona? I'm just kind of going through my notes here. So. Well, uh, you know, as we're still kind of talking a little bit, uh, you know, news, but hinging on Daytona still a little bit. Um, Gluck's poll, did you see it? I did not see it, no. So, polled, was it a good race? Mm-hmm. 80% said yes. I'm surprised 20% said no. Yeah. It, well, yeah, exactly. But uh, also, they said that's the second best polled race since last year's Daytona 500. Which I'm surprised that last year got a better review than this year's Daytona. Yeah, no kidding. So, um, so there was that Gluck's poll, and then another interesting tidbit I saw on Twitter was, you know, do great plate racers exist anymore, or is it all luck? Like I know Logano's got talent. I know Kozlowski's got talent. I know a lot of the drivers have talent, but now it's let's be honest, it's surviving attrition, right? And yeah, being, oh, yeah, being there at the end. Definitely. So do does a good plate driver exist anymore? Hmm. So I'm going to say, I'm going to go on a limb here and say yes. And the reason why is because there are some races in recent history that have not been crash fast. Where skill has showed up with like Keselowski. Mm-hmm. Seeing that move like Logano made during the class or during the duel. Right. Seeing those kind of moves make you think that that person's a great plate racer. Yeah. Not so much as they're scoring at the good finish, but the maneuvering that they're making to benefit them shows that I, I they understand that. it. They yeah. understand the way the aerodynamics and the wind stream coming off of the cars are where they have the opportunity to manipulate it essentially yeah. i mean i do agree with that statement but let's be honest a lot of it does come down oh to yeah yeah i mean it, it, sure it does yeah so the answer to your question yes they exist but how impactful is it it's 50 50 yeah exactly i would agree with that i would agree with that um i have a i have a question for you okay so i seen this on on one of the pages i can't remember and it made me kind of think about myself how do you like your driver do you like them vanilla and kind of like pc and you know by the book or do you like them to be outspoken cause a scene good or bad you know just kind of voice their opinion what's your thoughts 
So um, let me put it in this perspective, yeah. okay? Do you like drivers like you or drivers like me? <laughs> well, you know who I've pulled for <laughs> for my entire life, right? Mr. PC all polite. And but, guy. He, but. He had a fiery side he occasionally. Had a fiery occasionally. side if you poked him enough. Yeah. So, you know, I don't like a driver that runs his mouth all the time, but I do like to have a driver that likes to pop off every once in a while. Kevin Harvick, Kyle Busch is a little too much. You know, I'm not not dissing on those drivers, but sometimes they don't know when to shut up. Yeah, and I think Harvick is better than Bush, and what I mean by that is I think Harvick choose. I under, he says what he wants to say, but Bush, on the other hand, just comes off as an arrogant prick. Mm-hmm. Harvick comes off as an asshole. Yeah, and I think I'd rather be an asshole than an arrogant prick. <laughs> if I had tomatoes, tomatoes. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I think, I mean, I, that's just my thoughts on it. Yeah, no, I, uh, I could see it. But I don't like a plain Jane Vanilla. Like, and I hate to say this because he's been categorized, categorizes this so much. But Jimmy Johnson, right? How many oh, times yeah. has being, he been called Vanilla? Yeah. Uh, I need a little bit more than that. Yeah. 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 So, okay. Who, right now, in the, you know, starting 40 cars, who is the most chocolate and who's the most vanilla? Maybe I shouldn't use the word chocolate. Maybe like Rocky Road or something. A little bit more crazy. Superman ice cream, okay? Put me on the spot. Using ice cream analogies. Put me on the spot. Um, I'm just trying to think about myself. I'm thinking maybe most vanilla would go to... Oh, we just mentioned it, right? Probably. Well, I... Top, Top three. Yeah, definitely top three. But I'm thinking maybe even more like a... And maybe because they don't get the spotlight enough, like a Chris Busher. Yeah. And that could be. Eric Almarola. You can't really factor the spotlight into it too much. Um, you know, I don't know, man. Uh, Rocky Road-wise, I think you gotta you got to count the two we just said, Harvick, Bush, Kozlowski sometimes, but he tries to kind of be PC while he's outspoken. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Chase can get pretty aggravated. Uh, no, no, no. Chase is more, maybe more vanilla than Jimmy. No. Yeah, yeah. So we see him get, we see him show a little emotion, you know. I'm taking like into Denny consideration also. I'm taking into consideration also like the the scanner radio and the radioactive from like Race Hub and NASCAR America. I'm not taking that consideration because that's not public view. Yes, they can listen to it, but when they're in public, they're. I mean, everybody okay, when they're so excluding that. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm thinking more like you know what what the public gen- generally sees. Yeah, I mean, I, definitely Kyle Busch is the Rocky Road. Kyle Busch and Harvick, man, it's got to be. I, I again, I don't think Harvick's as bad as Kyle, so we'll, I'll put Kyle on the pedestal of the winner, of the most jackass award. But talented dude, man, I can't. I would love to have him on the show sometime. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm just scrolling guy. through drivers, and you know I mean, what? No one really that, tops those two. Take that back. Who is more vanilla than William Byron? The dude's 15 years old. He hasn't popped off to anybody. True, but he did flex some muscle in Daytona. I gotta give him some props there. For what? Well, just I'm saying those. Like showing a sheer, good, yeah, okay. Sheer, but had a good run. Yeah. Did Did you see him go and like give someone a nice shove just because they pissed him off? No. No. But I mean, you're you're I mean, a rookie. He still got to earn some he's respect. Not a rookie. Well, okay. He won rookie of the year. He's got one more start other than being considered a rookie. <laughs> Sorry. But he's in rookie territory where he's still trying to develop himself, develop his brand. You know. 
Okay, so the most learn how to race people. The most vanilla team out there is Hendrick. (laughs) Bowman seems pretty vanilla. Yeah, well, Bowman, Byron, Johnson, Chase, come on, those guys—that's that's about as non-conflicting of a a team out there. No personality on that team. None. None. But I, 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 I don't know. I think I'm have to say to me, Byron. He needs to step up and show more emotion. He does. Obviously, I think it'll come with time. Uh, yes, I I agree, and we've seen that with Chase. We've seen it with Chase that as he got a little bit more push, he ended up pushing back a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I definitely I definitely see that. But and I think we will see that too if we if he doesn't see the results that are, everyone expects of him in that twenty four car, just like Chase, right? And yeah. we saw it erupted yeah. with Denny Hamlin at Martinsville. Yeah. I think eventually it'll come to a boiling point. Yeah. But will that be this season? I don't know. I, I think it'll come if he doesn't get those results. I like to see someone poke the bear with him a little bit just to see how mad he'll get. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm waiting for that day. Did you see there's only 37 cars on the entry list for Atlanta? I did not. Really? 37. Really? Pathetic. We need to go like. Everybody got that big fat Daytona purse and they're just like, eh. Yeah, yeah. We don't need to make it to Atlanta, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, so we definitely need to throw out 50 bucks, buy us a team, and head down. <laughs> 50 bucks to buy a team? <laughs> we'll, is that what you said? We'll save up money and buy a car, no sponsor. We'll stick it back in my, like, we'll, we'll get a trailer, like a little, like, U-Haul trailer, and take it down there and en- enter into the race. Uh, hey, we'll finish last, but hey, you know, whatever. <laughs> One other thing, I don't think we'll we'll conform to standards either or min- make minimum speed, but did you see uh, after Daytona? Landon Castle, our buddy Landon, was on the podcast. Uh, went to a Love's gas station to get some gas, and I guess he found an, his old Love's credit card, and it still worked. Yes. So he had to uh, give a shout out to him on Twitter, saying, "Thanks for not canceling my Love's card." <laughs> <laughs> so it might be canceled now that he brought it up. Yeah. I don't know, but that's funny. I I did not. I was just waiting on the live Facebook stream, man. Landon, you gotta bring that back. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Yeah, that's funny. I mean, we talked so much during the 500. If you haven't heard those episodes, please download them and listen to them. Uh, a lot of entertaining babbling. Some funny interviews. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so definitely uh, check that out. Um, looks, man. I don't really have any more to add for this week. Uh, well, we can run through the uh, our points tallies here. I know yeah. you don't want me to do that, but... Am I last? <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know so that you're... Again, no, you're not last. You're again, not... with the... With the first <laughs> shot, the first place you went was "Am I last?" <laughs> yeah. So w- no, what I meant by that is like you know the first. The You're fir- tied like, for last. Am I really? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like again. I was looking like a genius at first. I went out on a limb and tried to make some questionable. So choices. who else were you entertaining? If it was, is there anybody? I else? had Keselowski down, and I actually marked him out. Okay, and he finished twelfth. So you would have got a few more points, maybe depending on yeah. if you substituted him for Boyer, maybe, but. All right, so let's run through here. Gasman, he selected Stenhouse and Boyer. That accumulates you at 47 points. You are tied with Joseph Adams, who selected Alex Bowman and Kevin Harvick, who's also tied with 47 points. Nathan Breeze, Alex Bowman, Kevin Harvick. So there's uh, three-way tie for last? Yes. You guys are getting your ass kicked by the gas man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming back and going, whoop you. You're getting your ass kicked at an equal level. <laughs> 
Uh, I, I meant as in they, they're going to. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm looking forward into the future. Uh, Douglas Sutton has 49 points. So next step up there to 49 points. Uh, then we go to uh, John Elliott. He picked our winner, Kurt Busch. And Denny Hamlin, he's got 57 points. And I think on a previous episode, I said you suck. I can't remember why exactly, but I said you suck. What was that about? <laughs> you did. I think because he picked Hamlin, if I remember correctly. I'll have to go back and listen to it. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't I don't remember. Anyway, you don't suck. It's just a joke. But Next would job. be Josh, our buddy Josh Petrowski, who was on one of the, yeah. the Daytona podcasts. Uh, he had Brad Kozlowski and Jimmy Johnson. He, so he's coming in solid with 62 points. Because uh, somehow those two drivers came back for yeah. a somewhat decent finish. Uh, and then leading the pack, you've got uh, Lugs here. Who? Me. Who? Kyle Busch, Joey Logano were my picks. 87 points. Only 40 points ahead of me. <laughs> Full race. <laughs> oh, actually, sorry, I didn't I didn't go all the way to the right. There's one, Dan, our buddy Daniel Cameron. He is last. 34 points. Yes! Clint Boyer, Kevin yes, Harvick. Yes, I'm beating the Scott. <laughs> sorry yes, sorry daniel whatever. i had you in this, this yes. excel spreadsheet with everybody but i didn't go right far enough so sorry you're last <laughs> <laughs> awesome so yes. there's a three-way tie for second to last <laughs> okay so uh everybody that was on there and everybody else that's listening it's not too late to get in for next week's picks send them to us what, what's our what's our cutoff fridays I, I would say right before the race. No, nah, because then they can see where they qualify and speed charts. We gotta do it sooner than that. I say oh, Friday man. at noon. Man, I don't know. I don't. Hmm. Uh, my worries is that they don't even listen this to this to, to the weekend, right? <laughs> or at all, <laughs> or or at all, yeah, or at all. So, okay, I'll give you Saturday. I'll give you. I'll give you. Can we say at least pre-qualifying? When is qualifying? It changes from track to track. Yeah, it's usually uh, Friday afternoon. Oh man, I don't know. I don't. I don't All right, get... are we gonna not take your your picks if, because you sent them to us on Saturday night? Probably not. So just send just, us your damn picks. Just, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> are we gonna make our picks right now? Yeah, I guess so. I haven't even thought about I it. I didn't but either. Let's <laughs> let's, let's, uh, let's do again so we're, our our fans should really kick our ass because they got time to prepare and we don't even think about the last second yeah so my i'll go on my on the record with my picks if you want to document these go ahead oh of course i'm gonna document it so i can laugh when you i beat you next week <laughs> so keselowski and chase elliott wow okay why why chase? i don't know i just chose two people okay <laughs> that's 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 my my picks we'll see Dude, can, can, let me ask you this. This okay. is not something we talked about. Can we pick the same picks we had last week? Is there a rule against that? No, I don't I don't think so. You go with whoever. I don't. I mean, I really. the only rule is pick two people, I think. Because the, at the end of the season, the points will work out for themselves. Me, I'm so far behind. I've got already, i got to swing for the fences and try to hit a home run and hoping that you just completely fall flat on your face. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm not going to be the one that chooses the safe picks through the, through this year. I'm going to try it. Maybe occasionally, but I'm going to try to do something a little different and see right. how I do. I'm going to – I'm scared because I don't know how the Fords are going to perform, so I'm not going with any Fords this how weekend. We don't, we don't know how any of them going to perform. True. I get the new rules, rules package. package. Yeah. Exactly. So, but but even further unknown with the Ford, right? So, sure. uh, I'm gonna stick with Kyle Busch, one of my picks from last week. All right. And 
I'm going to go with another Gibbs, Truex. See what he puts out there. Yeah, he's he's, he's floundering this year. I told you that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that's that's your projection, but yeah. we'll see how that plays out. All right, fans, wreckingracing at gmail.com. Get us some picks. And if you haven't joined us yet, join us now because it's still uh, – I mean, Daniel only has 30-something points. You can catch up with him. Yeah, that's him. the thing. He's Any like, of us, a yeah. couple bad weeks and you can <laughs> – Oh, exactly. The bottom, I mean, literally, I mean, last place is going to get one point. So. Yeah. Yeah, you have a couple bad weeks. You're literally going to go down the standings. Yeah, so it can really go any direction. So, uh, get in here, join us, have some fun. Yeah, at so, the end of the season, uh, like I said, we'll come up with some kind of rewards through the season. But at the end, we'll we'll come up we'll with a trophy some or something, prize whatever. Of some sort. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, fans, as always, thank you for joining us. It's been a blast. I am looking so forward to Atlanta. See what that rolls package brings. Lugs doesn't know this yet, but he's going to buy us a pizza and buy us some beer. I'm drinking uh, his beer and and eating his pizza, sitting on his couch, farting, watching the race. (laughs) All right, I'll put a blanket down. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, I'm coming over Sunday to watch the race with you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, So, as always, fans, thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next week. And the check and flag waves on this episode. Tune in next week to keep updated on all things NASCAR. Please like us on iTunes and follow us on Podbean. We'd like to hear from you, so reach out to us too at wreckingandracing at gmail.com. Thanks again and see you soon.